0: Yeah, yeah, we do want to start off with the with the um, Super Bowl
1: predictions. And what do you
2: think we should say that for ten. last? Well, I, I don't know. We can do it first.
1: Actually, so that's like not people want first. we can say it, it for last. All right, What's we're recording in three, two, one. All right, we are live. I'm just kidding. We've been live for like 10 seconds now. Was that uh, scripted? What? No, none of this is This is all off the dome, bro. <laughs> um, Straight off the dome. Right off the top of the dome. Welcome to the Guys Who Talk About Sports podcast. Uh, this week, we are going to be talking about week nine in the NFL. Um, we are going to end the podcast, so stick around. We're going to end the podcast with our rankings of our top ten teams in the NFL, as well as our picks for our way too early picks for who's gonna win the Super Bowl. Um, but let's get started with reviewing last week's records. Let me pull that up real quick. And again, surprise, surprise, Joe comes out on top, just squeaking by this week with a nine and five record followed by Brent with an eight and six record and a new bottom of the barrel, Zach at seven and seven. This was a lot closer guys. Um, what, what, what do you guys got to say about that? Oh yeah, Zach, you can speak last loser.
2: Um, <laughs> you know, you guys were real cocky last week and Joe, you had a great week last week, but water finds its level. Water finds its level. Eight and six is not bad, but I'm, I'm coming back all this bottom of the barrel crap you kept feeding me the past two weeks. I'm real done with it. And I think it showed last week.
0: Um, all I have to say is that uh, there, it's a long season. You know, we're in a week nine. We're in like the, the fifth week of doing this and coming out. Um, Brent is still 10 games out of first place. I dear near to remind him that uh, I'm looking back at six games and Joe is up there with a 42 and 16 record. Uh, a 72 winning percentage. Uh, I'm following it up with a 36 and 20 a record with a 65 percent win uh, percentage, and then Brent is following it up the pack with a 32 and 24 with a 58 win percentage.
1: Dude, so I love that how- is Brent, right hold on, the- hold on. Brent's win percentage can't even uh, retire yet. So uh, you got to get those numbers up, big dog. You got to get those numbers up, dude. I love how in the
2: same breath, Zach's talking about it's a long season and throwing shade on my win percentage, you you guys, you know, keep keep being cocky. Keep picking the the way you're picking, and it's going to be short-lived success. So enjoy it now. Get your kicks in now, because when I'm in first place, I'm going to let you guys have it.
1: All right, guys. We are welcoming in a new member this week, Uh, and I'm going to let him in right now. He has no idea that we're doing this intro, so let's uh, get him and put him on the spot.
3: Welcome.
1: Matt, Matt, we're recording, so welcome, man. have you heard oh we just connected just audio did you hear did you hear
3: any of that no i just connected the audio
1: we are we are we are, we are uh we're recorded we're recording oh. now so welcome to the podcast man
3: thank you very much
0: pleasure to have you here man we were just um yes thank you thank you for joining uh we were we were just talking about uh, the standings uh for the previous weeks um but Matt coming in is a fresh take, and we're all interested to see who he's going to go with this week.
1: Yeah, um, yeah I'm stoked for the But our,
0: It's going to be a breath of fresh air. And uh, everybody, um, please, if you can, don't forget to like and subscribe. Please write a review. Uh, if you can, always about that. So thank you. appreciate it. Um, that's kind of my mid-episode ad. Thank you.
2: Oh, While we're at it, I want to take a second to shout out. We actually did have one of our first reviews. I want to take a second to shout out Steelers Champ 2020, who said, doesn't get better than this, folks. Best podcast out there. Swear to God, guys, it wasn't me. I was actually real surprised to see this. But shout out to Steelers Champ 2020.
1: um, Fan of the podcast, and we really appreciate it, dude. We love our fans. We love our fans. All right, guys, let's get right into it. Uh, Let's talk about Thursday night's game. Um, so there's a little bit of news on this. The 49ers have closed down their facility, uh, and that is as of today, which is Wednesday. So um, we're going to go ahead and pick this game, but we're going to kind of keep our, eye, our ear out for any updates on that. But the Packers are going to be playing at the 49ers. Um, the Packers are coming in at five and two. The 49ers are four and four. The Packers are favored under six. Zach, let's get you started with your pick.
0: Yes, yes. We all are going to hear this from Brent. Let me get it out of the way first. He's going to call them the Flackers, okay? They came out, okay? and I get it. But this week, I think they're going to go up against a really bad 49ers, really banged up George Kittle. I mean, they closed it down if it even happens. But either way, if they do play it, I think the Packers go out there, make a statement, and Aaron Rodgers will uh, lead themselves to a victory and uh, looking to take over that uh, division lead.
1: All right, Brent, what do you got? I guess like I said, actually, hold on, hold on, Brent. Everyone, buckle in and uh, just uh, wait for this uh, rant about the Packers. All right, go ahead. Sorry, Brent, didn't mean to interrupt.
2: No problem, um, Zach. Thank you for for letting letting it be known that they are the flackers. You know, they they came out and what what happened? Did Dalvin Cook score? What? Not one, not two, not three, but four times what a surprise. It's almost like, it's almost like they're, they're too finesse. It's almost like that they can't stack up against a physical team and beat them down the road. I mean, if only someone would have predicted this, but anyways, I'm going to go with the Flackers this week, only because the 49ers are completely decimated with injuries. I think at this point, it's pretty much over for them. Zach, I know you said Kittle's banged up. He's actually out for eight weeks. So basically the rest of the season, Garoppolo, another injury. I mean, at this point, 49ers got to be ready to move on from him because it's just injury after injury and yes they got to the Super Bowl last year but I don't know do you think Garoppolo is the reason I don't think so so I'm going flackers this week but I think we all know later on in the season you know they might have a decent record but they're not going anywhere and it's evident every time
1: they play a physical team all right Matt let's hear your pick
3: I would say that I would also agree, although I don't typically, you know, I'd like to uh, play a little devil's advocate here, but I am a man of the Packers. I do like the Packers. I also think that in this coming game, um, I think Aaron Jones could be a pretty big key here. I'm thinking Aaron Jones, he's been a little hurt, but I mean, I guess it will have to see how hurt, but I'm expecting a touchdown from him if healthy. um, I mean, Devontae Adams, he's been – obviously, they've been relying on him huge. Who? He's unguardable. He's unguardable. We all know that. I mean, they're going to continue to rely on him huge. But if Aaron Jones can come in there, take a little burden off him, I don't see how the Packers are not scoring, uh, you know. I mean, I don't see how the defense uh, – the 49ers defense is really going to stop that. Yeah. Um, I gotta go Packers on this one. Uh, you know, there's there's really not much. Um, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the money line here. We have minus 250 Packers. Uh, I think that's probably about right. Um, that pretty pretty much says all you gotta know. Even though the records 49ers have a decent record, uh, it doesn't seem like this one's reasonable to call the other one. Well, I really, really like that
2: point about Aaron Jones. Sorry to interrupt, Zach. I really like that point about Aaron Jones because Really, they seem like a one-trick pony at this point. When when Jones is out, they can't really get Jamal Williams going. And if if anyone can figure out that it's possible to double team Devontae Adams, then the Packers are stoppable. And that's why Aaron Jones really gives them a big lift. So I think you're right, Matthew. If he can, uh, if if he's healthy and has a a bounce back week, I think they they
3: shred the 49ers. And it's a calf injury here. We're not talking, you know, hamstring. Ankle. I feel like, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, I will I will say, there. though, I will say, if you do have any fantasy players on the Packers and 49ers team, be on the lookout uh, for that game. It is a Thursday night game. Uh, the 49ers close their facility down, as Joe stated, and I will let Joe follow us up with his pick.
1: Yeah, um, I'm I'm going with the Packers. Um, I mean, Jimmy G and Kittle being out is really good. I mean, it's such an impact on their team. Like, the 49ers are not the 49ers without them, so... I think that their season is basically over. Um, and I think that the Packers, so, I mean, to be honest, watching that game, the Vikings-Packers game, I, like, I got a little suspicious, right? I got I got to thinking. I was like, "What? who have the Vikings, like, played that they're 1-5? in All right, so week one, they lost by a few points to the Packers, okay? Week three, they lost by one to the Titans. Week five, they lost by one to the Seahawks. So if you're following along, that's odd games or that's odd weeks. This week was another odd week. They win the up in the air game. Um, uh, So I, I think that it was just a, just a, you know, matter of time before the Vikings figured, uh, figured that out, but I'm taking the Packers this week. I mean, long story short, 49ers are done. Um, All right. So let's move on to the next game. What's up, Zach?
0: I uh, actually, I have something to say. Uh, we didn't mention it at the top of the broadcast, uh, top of the podcast, but uh, the trade deadline did close yesterday. Uh, very quiet uh, trade deadline as all, that was pretty anticipated with the COVID regulations that people had to be uh, basically in the building um, the Monday before the uh, deadline so they could play uh, potentially week nine. If not, they were going to be pushed to week 10. So that was what um The deal was with that, especially – I mean, that was also why Thursday – the Thursday games, uh, people were looking for the Packers to make a move for the wide receiver, but they needed to make a move earlier, and I don't think teams were ready to make a move then, and um, they kind of froze it up. and It was kind of a – besides, we didn't – I mean, there was some trades that uh, were in the league, but nothing that was uh, too shell-shocking. So
2: I think that was more due to the fact that – with COVID and the revenue from the NFL is going to come way down in the next couple of years. I think um, as much as each team salary cap is going to come down as much as like $25 million. So, you -hmm. know, the, the effects of COVID and, you know, shutting down the season, not having fans, you know, no preseason, these are all, you know, people call them money grubbers for the NFL and that's right in a sense, but you know, it does pay a lot of the salaries. It does help, um, you know, move the league forward. So I think that has a lot to do with, You know the quiet trade deadline. And I think in the next couple of years, a lot of teams are gonna lose some good players because of this.
1: Mm. Okay. All right. So let's uh anybody else got anything on that? All right, let's move on to the net to the next game. We got the Giants who are one and seven going into Washington, who are two and five. Washington is favored under three. Brent, who do you got? I'm going with the giants
2: in, in this game. I, I was going back and forth because I really like Washington's defense. Um, I just think that Washington doesn't have a quarterback, obviously at this point. And I mean, if you look at the, I mean, the NFC least is just horrible, but if you stack the giants up against um, the Washington football team, it's evident that they need a quarterback. And if you were them, are you going to go for the, I mean, would you go for the division title or would you go for Trevor Lawrence? Given the situation, you know, I mean, I, I have to think that probably as the year goes on and they see that they have a legitimate chance at him because they do, they're, they're probably going to pull it back a little bit. And I, I think the giants played the, the bucks real well and that they got some good, um, I mean, Daniel Jones needs to stop trying so hard in my opinion. He uh, you know, just tries to make the simple plays. He's trying to win too much without Barkley, but I'm going
3: Giants this week. Yeah, Matt, who do you got? Um, going Giants this week, Brent. Interesting. Uh, I gotta go with the the football team here. Um, I mean, aside from the bias I do have being a football team fan, um, I mean, I think it what it will come down to is. Um, who has, I guess, a worse <laughs> offensive showing. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be mostly a defensive game. I think we're going to see something like a, a 10 to 13 type score, if I'm guessing. Um, I mean, the Redskins and even the Redskins have been close uh, I mean, they have some bad, they've had some bad losses, but I mean, they've shown some promise for being, I mean, as far as, as bad as they can be, um. Obviously, they're – I mean, are they trying to lose out? I don't know. Ron Rivera sometimes has made some questionable calls about trying to win games down the line. Uh, so maybe – I don't know. Maybe they're – I mean, they're obviously not going for Trevor Lawrence, but, I mean, that's maybe a tough one. It's just it's just a tough game to call because, I mean, I think really probably anything could happen. Um, I just don't see how the, how the Giants are going to put up any offense against the Redskins' defense. I mean, the Redskins – have uh, you know one of the best team, one of the best defense in the- defenses in the league? I think they're giving up the least passing yards of any team. That might be true. I'm pretty sure. Definitely in the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what an offensive production from the Giants! I mean, I don't really know what. I mean, if anyone has any insight as to what kind of production they're going to be putting it out and how they're going to get you know any points on the board, I'd like to hear that. If I mean, Brent, you chose mm-hmm. Giants. I mean, you got to score. You got to score to win games.
2: I understand that, but on the other hand, like you were saying, I mean, the Redskins leave a lot of points out on the field too. They leave a lot of timeouts out on the field. I mean, wasn't there a couple games when they just didn't even use
3: their timeouts at the end of the game? I think like the first three or yeah. like three of the first and, four, maybe. they Yeah, they yeah. just let the clock run out. And I,
2: I agree with you. The Giants have, I think, uh one of the lowest um rushing they're, – they're lowest in like rushing yards, like in the league, like bottom of the league, and I don't – I don't know, man, because the Redskins' their offense is not isn't that promising either. Who I mean, do you
3: see promise from? I mean, I think the Redskins, as bad as their offense is, they do show some promise at some points. I mean, you know, obviously the quarterback situation has been up in the air, but they do have some. I mean, they have Terry McLaurin, I guess that's probably it. obviously that's the it. main piece, and then Well,
1: Antonio Gibson's also pretty Antonio hard. Gibson's that's not true. bad. That's true. That's true. Um, I
3: mean, they, don't they do have. We- I mean, they have some weapons. They have some potential. I just feel like um, the Giants. I mean. Who you got? Who 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 do you think is uh going to be a big factor offensively there for the Giants? There's Slayton. There is there Slayton. A big factor. if Evan, I mean we we don't, know Evan don't, Ingram don't is a listener of the podcast. The podcast.
2: <laughs> we know Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram Edgar. is a listener of the podcast, and he knows how Edgar. we feel about him. But if if he could, and Golden Tate's pretty good too. Their their
3: pass their pass offense <clears> isn't the problem.
2: It's just they cannot run the ball for shit, and
1: that's well, that's what I'm good. saying.
3: The Redskins have one of the best pass offense or pass defenses in the league. Um, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Right, we'll it's see. a we'll tough see.
1: one. It's a tough one. Yeah, it's definitely Let's a see. tough one. Zach, who do you got?
0: Um, I got I got Washington um, simply for the defense. I think a lot. I liked a lot of what Matt said. Um, you pretty much put it the best way you could. I mean, their defense against the pass is uh, definitely ranked at least top five. Um, the pass rush is second to none. I think Daniel Jones is going to be having happy feet. And when he does that, he makes really bad errors. Um, And he lost them that Tampa Bay Buccaneers game um, with the, with the stupid mistakes he makes. And I think a couple of weeks ago, Washington went into MetLife and lost by a point because they went for two. And looking back at it, um, they, first of all, should have won that game. And now they're playing at home. I think they have
1: a lot more confidence coming out of this bye. and I think they uh, take it to them. Joe. Yeah. um, I'm going with the Washington football team as well. Uh, And, I mean, for all the reasons that you guys were just saying, uh, I think that the Giants aren't as bad as everyone thinks so, but I think that the Redskins are better than everyone thinks as well. So um, I'm, I'm going with the Washington team, football team here. Uh, but moving on to the Bears, who are five and three at the Titans, who are five and two. The Titans are favored, favorited uh, under five and a half. Matt, who do you got
3: on
1: this one? Um, hmm. This is a tough one.
3: I mean, I'm going to go with the Titans. I feel like you got to go with the Titans. Um, I mean, the Chicago Bears are – I mean, I don't know. I think this one's going to be a close one. I think probably – I don't have much to say on this one, to be honest. Matt, I mean, Matt,
0: but Matt, Matt. Let me say this: if you've been if you've been listening to the podcast, and I know that there's Khalil Mack, one of the defensive players for the Chicago Bears, that's a listener for the podcast, and he's oh, been the, he listens. knows, yeah, he's he knows listen. that he knows that I've been saying that they're nothing but a bunch of wussies, okay? And I think that they're going to come out there and they're going to lay an egg, and I think the Titans are going to make a make a message after losing against the Bengals, and I'm excited to see. Ryan Tannehill and Derek give Derrick Henry the ball for the stretch left and stretch right. Just go that way and go that way. Just run downhill, Derek. He's gonna get 30 touches and they're gonna run, they're gonna have at least 200 yards. So, Zach, you're taking
3: the Bears, right? Absolutely not.
1: Well, so we've got <laughs> I mean, Matt dude. taking the Titans, we've got Zach taking the Titans, Brent Khalil is
3: Mack is a pussy. That's a good one, Zach. I'm actually <laughs> also gonna take the Titans. One of the most da- dangerous men in the world, let alone the NFL.
0: <laughs> yes,
2: been a hater of the bears from the start and that's what i'm saying you've been a listener it took me a couple weeks to come around to it and i finally saw the light last week they're a soft five and three they, thank you they, they got really lucky in the beginning more lucky than i've ever seen some teams get and that's why i was like okay they know how to win the close games so that'll be useful down the road their run game sucks and nick Foles does not fit matt Nagy's play style at all now everyone's saying Matt Nagy sucks I I touched into this last week we all I believe that's not true um I think Nick Foles you know in his own right he can come in and play well for a couple weeks but he's not going to be able to produce for the entire season let alone if he's matched up with someone like Matt Nagy likes to get him out of the pocket and like misdirection and whatever the case is so I'm going Titans I know they lost to the Bengals last week um their defense is what worries me that's why I don't think they'll go far later in the year, you know, in the postseason. Um, I really like Vrabel. He's a great coach. You know, he's one of my favorite coaches in the league, actually. You know, how his, his game management is phenomenal. But I think they get Henry going, and I, I think they – I agree with you, Zach. I think they're going to run all over the Bears, and I think they're going to win this one.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Titans here as well. Um, I don't really have all that much to say about it either. Uh, I think that the Titans, um, they did not look – Very good last week or um, last week against the Bengals. So, definitely going to go with the Titans on this one. But moving on, uh, we have got the Lions who are three and four at the Vikings who are two and five. Um, I'm going to start this one off. I'm taking the Lions. Um, The Vikings are favorited under four. Um, I, I liked the love of Christ. I mean, I I know that this is crazy, but I think the lions are going to take it. Um, I've got a note in here that says if, uh, if the entire NFL, if like if the game was under two minutes, uh, Matt Stafford would be the greatest quarterback of all time. Uh, he is so under pressure like that. It's ridiculous, but, I think that um, it's an even week. Oh wait, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's an even week, so that means uh, it's week nine. No, no, it's an odd week. Oh shoot, the Vikings may win.
2: Nah,
0: I'm still i sticking
1: with the lines on this one. Change your, change your pick. Your theory no, has some no, holes in it, Joe. No, it's almost means. there.
2: You, you <laughs> got to work I'm, out some kinks in it, but I like your theory. Like what you're headed at right now. You, you yeah. got a couple <laughs> things you got to work out in it, but there's something there. I'll figure it out. Brandon.
0: Brent, I think I bring. I think I figured it out. I think Joe um, only had the five week plan. He didn't have the ten week success plan. Oh so, no! See, yeah. you, you got He's a little had, more. He, he ran out
2: down the road, Joe. You're thinking too short term. All right, Zach, let's yeah. hear your pick. Oh, obviously, I'm taking the
0: the Vikings due to my reaction to you. My facial expression. I know the viewers can't see that, but when you said the Lions, I mean, yeah, they're they're okay with Matt Stafford, but like the Vikings. I mean, Dalvin Cook looked very good. They got the run, running game again, and that takes a lot of pressure off of Kirk. That opens up the play action, which is his strong suit. And I think that if Mike Zimmer can get them ready to play, I think they come out and they, they beat the Lions. And I think it's, um, I think they actually cover the spread. I actually think they
2: beat him by a touchdown.
1: All right, Brent.
2: When healthy, Dalvin Cook is the best running back in the NFL when healthy now the problem is he's not always healthy year yeah. after year he's had injury after injury but i mean last week was evident enough by proving the flackers wrong you know scoring four touchdowns he's he's really he's unbelievable when he when he's healthy he really is um the lions kenny galladay week to week that's really going to hurt them a lot i know swift has been playing he's been playing all right i think he's been getting a little bit too much hype i don't think he's been playing that well um he's i like the vikings guy. Yeah, he's been playing okay. Exactly. I like the Vikings this week. Um, the Lions are going to give him a good game. You know, uh, yep. Matt Stafford is no slouch. He, he's he's a veteran in this league. But I'm going mm-hmm. Vikings. I think if they can get their run game going, that they'll be effective. And you know, last week, uh, Phelan and Jefferson got shut down, so they need to get them going. I, you know, yeah. Kirk Cousins, he, he needs to figure it out. But-
0: but with that being said, the run game was open, so well i they didn't it, need it, you to, yeah. Run it was game it was wide open. It was nice to see the balance that, and that's what they've been missing because the quarter the quarterback that Kirk Cousins is game is manager, game manager who can throw the crap out of a play action
1: ball. Yeah, I swear
0: <laughs> I just, I've seen it all the time and fucking. That it sounds and like with, you admire with, it with Mike. It's oh my beautiful. God, I loved One it with Mike Shanahan and play Washington. action it was amazing to see
2: one of the best play action quarterbacks in the NFL. I would say he's he's yeah. on my top 3 of uh I agree. play action agree. effectiveness, you know, he's he's I very agree. swanky with it. But with that being said, the only way to do that's
0: to set up the run. Oh, you I got mean, it. Dalvin Cook, it's huge. So, they teams need him to be don't commit
2: healthy. Teams don't truly commit to the run like the Vikings do mm-hmm. anymore, you know. It's really it's really refreshing to see, you know, when yeah. I mean if, if it's not broke, don't fix it.
1: Yeah, that's, that's fair. Cool. I mean, if if they Matt, can't get oh, if yeah. Dalvin Cook can't get started, that's going to be a problem. For sure.
2: I mean, how good is the Lions defense? I don't think they're that good.
1: They're not terrible. <laughs> they can't stop a nosebleed.
2: Could not <laughs> stop a nosebleed.
1: All right. This it may worked. be one of my, this may be one of my, one of those picks I, I, I look back to
3: regret. All right. Let's, let's see, let's hear what Matt has to say. Um, I mean, I, re- I agree with most everything that's been said, except for, I mean, everything besides what Joe said, obviously. Um, so, I mean, <laughs> If if the Lions had Kenny healthy Kenny Galladay, like it might I, I would be I would still go Vikings honestly even like even with fully healthy Lions all you know, in there I'm still going with the Vikings I mean the Vikings two and five definitely the strongest two and five in the league they started off rough but I mean since they lost their first few games which are good losses I mean they lost to the Packers they lost to who else yeah. did they lose they lost to the Falcons I think. Falcons aren't that good, but either way, um, the Vikings the last like three or four games have been looking pretty good. Um, and the Lions, not, I mean, so yeah, words. not so great, not so great. Um, I mean, even looking at the uh spread, I was just looking at that one. Um, it was oh, yeah, I mean, the Vikings are great. To be favored. I mean, the Vikings are favored, but I think. No, I think it's that's, be- I mean, that's. I mean, I agree with uh, right about the spread. Maybe Vikings well, a little J- more than that. Joe said minus
0: four, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, for the Vikings.
3: Yeah, yeah. minus four. Yeah, I think the Vikings.
0: I think the Vikings. I think even I more than that, touchdown. to be honest.
3: Yeah, I think. I, yeah. I mean, if I had to, I would take. I would take that bet to be completely honest. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, from what I've seen, in the Lions this year. I don't know. It doesn't. Not so. I
0: mean, not nearly. They need to rebuild. They need to fire Pat, Matt Patricia. They need to tear it down. Get rid of Matt Stafford. Trade him while you can. Or, I mean, like, you the Trade him while you time. can. I mean, they're not going <laughs> to get the much point? value what's out the, Matt Stafford. What's the point of keeping him, though? All right? Like, you're right, but, like, you need you need a quarterback that, I mean, all right. Let's keep, keep him on the team. Bring, get glaring. someone under
3: him. Get someone under him and, you know, <laughs> have a transition and plan, at least, I guess. but I don't think
2: Matt Patricia is the solution.
3: I don't think he is either. I think he no. needs to go before you do anything. Yeah. Anyway, okay.
0: So week five, we have the Panthers uh, at the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, Brent, I'm gonna have you. Uh, gonna have you? Hold on, Zach. Hold on. We got the Panthers of the Chiefs. Panthers are three and five. Chiefs are seven and one. The Chiefs. Are we are really going to talk? Wait. Are we going to talk about this one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> but I mean, uh, well, I, mean
3: we, I think well, we can. Well, uh... we talked
1: about the Chiefs playing the Jets last week, so we should. Talk oh
3: about God, we did, huh?
1: Um, I mean, I guess you so, know Brent's
3: got something to say, but.
1: <laughs> yeah, Brent, Brent, let's hear what you got. What's the line? <laughs> Sorry, no, hold no, on, no, before you start, Hart. Oh, yeah, it's Stop. what's it's the line under 10 and a half for the Chiefs. Okay.
2: <clears throat> there's no reason for that low blow at me about the Jets, guys. You know, I'm just trying to live my life. And the money line is like one of the worst I've seen in a long time. So I'm going Chiefs, obviously. You know, I don't know what happened with the Panthers last week. It was raining sideways, but. Their O line is terrible, and Teddy Bridgewater. I know it's so easy for us to sit back on our couches watching the game and be like, he needs to get rid of the ball. But there was two situations when they were in field goal range, and he took a bad sack. And it's just like, dude, like you're—he's a good quarterback, but you gotta—you gotta understand the situation. You gotta get rid of the ball. You know what I mean? You got—you gotta—you outside of the tackle box, just throw it out of bounds. It is what it is. But taking 15 yards, putting you out of field goal range. You know, they they had one – there was one point in the game, they were at like the 40 maybe, and he took like a 15-yard sack. It was raining sideways, so you can't have um big boy Sly come out there and boom one, but it's like, come on, dude, understand the situation. I'm going to – We choose.
3: also mentioned the fact that uh for the first time in a while, maybe a factor, I guess it'll be yet to be seen, but we got my boy Christian McCaffrey coming back. Uh, we don't know, I mean – Someone tells me his touches are going to be limited uh, just because of the investment in that man. But, I mean, could be a difference maker, could be absolutely nothing. So, I mean, you look at that huge spread and I think, again, if Christian McCaffrey is, you know, looking like he used to before he uh, got that ankle sprain, I think that could, you know, be a slight edge on that 11, not 11 point uh, edge, but, you know. I think it's going to, I think um, his timetable is going to
2: mirror Saquon's last year. Remember, um, it took him really until the Redskins game, like what, week 16 or 17, before he was looking like his old self. When you get an ankle injury as a running back, especially early in the season, you're going to feel the effects all year. Because the thing is, you could have three weeks where it's going great, going fine, going fine, and then one misstep.
3: And, yeah. back and to it takes time, too, because when you he, have those injuries, you can't really do anything. You and like you said, like,
2: he's an investment. Kind of they're going to they're gonna take it slow. I think he's going to be limited on touches. Mm-hmm. He could get a score, you know, like if, if they decide to use him inside the goal line or anything. But I, think, I, don't, I don't think he goes crazy And, and let's talk about Mike Davis, weeks. though. I
3: think especially because his touches are limited, you're going to see, like, the perfect kind of infusion of Mike Davis and Christian McCaffrey because uh, they I'm weren't really using him before. Too. And I think that, you know, if they – work both of those guys the right way into their offense. They could be uh better off than they were before. Um could be a difference maker. Again, it'll be a pretty I think that'll actually be interesting to see what they do on offense. I think on defense kind of already know what's gonna happen, but yeah. So okay, so, so, who, so who, Matt, who are you still? taking? I'm going with the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going
1: baby. I'm going with the Chiefs as well on this one. Uh yeah, it it uh the Panthers looked okay last week, but um the Chiefs are just too damn good. There's really not even much to say about this one. Um, but that will be exciting to see uh, Christian McCaffrey get back on. That'll be good. Um, Zach, did we hear your pick? Oh, no, no,
0: no. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um, what's the, Yeah, I'm going to take that. I would take that spread too. Yeah. Um, even with McCaffrey coming back, I think the Chiefs defense is um, – actually playing pretty well this, this season and um I think they can play aggressive and I think the Kansas City Chiefs can win in other ways than just uh, having Mahomes step back and throw and that's what makes them really dangerous and probably uh the number one team in the league right now and obviously your quarterback's Patrick Mahomes. So um I love to love to see love to see what they are doing there. I love Andy Reid. So I think that's another win.
1: All right. Um, so we move on to the Texans Jaguars. The Texans are one and six coming into Jacksonville and they are also one and six. Um, the Texans are favorited under seven and a half. Uh, Brent, let's hear what you got on this one.
2: So I think the Jags are in full tank mode going for Trevor. Um, also I don't think the jets have that locked up. Um, you know, the Jets could very well blow their chance at Trevor, so I'll get into that later. But um, I think Houston's gonna win this game. You know, they've been struggling in every aspect of their team, you know, because Bill O'Brien completely gutted them financially and draft capital-wise. But you know, I think I'm I think Watson gets going this week. I'm going with the Texans and you know the the Jacksonville Jaguars, they couldn't but they couldn't cut butter with a knife, man. You know, like they fucking suck. So I'm going Titans or got an Titans honest question for you,
3: Brent, uh, with the, with the Trevor Lawrence tank, uh, race, we're talking here. Is it, does, does the jets being as bad as they are, does that keep you more engaged in football in general or just, I mean, I guess in the jets, than it would have been otherwise, say if they were, you know, like two and five, probably not gonna make the playoffs, probably win maybe six or seven games. I mean, does that really engage you more in their season? And I mean, this completely honestly, because I mean, you know, we're talking about Trevor Lawrence here. I mean, it's, you know, people have been talking about it all year. Like, does that, does that do anything for you? Or is it? uh... So that's a,
2: that's a great question, Matt. And, you know, I've given given it lots of thought and the Jets haven't, last time they were good. They made the AFC championship game in 2010. They lost to the Steelers. And pretty much since then, they have not been competitive. They almost made the playoffs one year with Fitzpatrick, but they've just been horrible. And all I want to do at this point is see a team be competitive. You know, like you can only go so many years being like, well, we're going to have a top draft pick. We're going to have a top draft pick. We finally got Darnold and we ruined him because of our incompetence. And, (laughs) you know, I don't think that they can pass up on Trevor Lawrence just because he's phenomenal and he's like a once in a generation player. But it does not engage me anymore. Like I watched the first game against the Bills. I watched probably 95 percent of that game. And I came out of that saying we're the worst team in the NFL. It's not even close. And I'll check in on them just so I can, you know, brush up on my on my rants about them but I, I, it does not engage me more. No, if anything, it, it's just worse. I hate to see a team take one step forward and five steps back and I don't see it getting better anytime soon. So no.
1: Fair enough. All right. Um, so Brent, you're taking the Texans on this one. Yes, I am. All right, Matt, let's hear what you got.
3: Um, to be completely honest on this one, I have not been following too closely with the Texans or the Jags are doing. Um, I think – I don't think I've seen a Texans game since, like, week one or two. They, like they, the fired the they fired yeah, their coach. They fired their coach. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, so. I mean, I'm just going to give my straight pick, which is just the Texans, and that's just purely just because they're, you know, their favorite and the Jags are just that bad, so.
1: <laughs> All right. Zach, who do you got?
3: Uh,
0: Deshaun Watson is just going to win the game. I think he's just better than Gardner Minshew. Um, Minshew is
1: out. Minshew out. out. Who's their quarterback? Yeah. He's... Uh, some backup. Oh yeah, I mean, hammer, hammer that. Then what's the spread? Sorry, it was he was he's a rookie this year. Um, the spread is only seven, seven and a half. Yeah, well, that's a that's a tough one because I'm but I'm definitely would take the Texans. Yeah, yeah I mean, you got to go with experience here. Uh, oh, yeah, the, the Texans have Deshaun Watson, and so that's that basically gives that's them all you the, need. Yeah, exactly. That gives them the edge in this one, so I'm taking the Texans as well. All right. So we're moving on. We've got the Ravens, who are five and two, going into Indianapolis, and the Colts are five and two as well. The Ravens are favorited under two and a half. Matt, let's hear what you got.
3: Um, I think this is definitely one of the the closest ones we've done so far today. I gotta go with the Ravens. Um, the Colts have surprised me this year with. I mean, I didn't realize they would be as good as they are, but um, I mean, I'm just going to go Ravens. I'll let you guys get deeper into the analysis. Okay. Brent, who do you got?
2: So I was going back and forth on this one. At first I had the Ravens, but after giving it long consideration and what I heard today, um, I don't know if you guys heard, Marlon Humphreys has COVID. I didn't hear that. Apparently he to was around like – eight teammates throughout the course of this week so I'm curious to see later on if anything comes out about that if anyone's not allowed to play due to COVID you know um the Colts have the best defense in the NFL I think it's hands down especially with Darius Leonard playing you know they just they're unstoppable they they force turnovers they're great like I was saying last week if Rivers would play somewhat competently I think they could make a deep run but I don't think that's going to happen. On the other hand. Dude, he played
1: pretty decently last week. He played all right. It's a bad, he right. a
2: bad Lions defense.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just talking saying. about this. He, he they made, can't stop made, a nosebleed. He, he made some really, really nice throws. He also made some really bad throws. But He's a veteran Joe, quarterback. He, he, Joe, you know what they say. Even a,
2: even a blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. <laughs> you know? He's got nine kids. He knows how to get to the box. <laughs> But uh,
1: yeah, yeah, you know look, I've, I've I guess it's a family program. It's a PG thirteen. I've gone and back and wussy forth on comment. this one.
2: I've gone back and forth on this one, but I think I'm gonna go with the Colts. You know, the Ravens have shown a um, whole bunch of issues this uh, wow. the past couple weeks.
1: You know, no, don't don't let don't let Zach change your no,
2: mind. No, no, it's not it's not even what Zach's saying because I'm really going back and forth. But I could see the Ravens having a good bounce back week if they would just commit to Dobbins wholeheartedly. You know because he he was running the ball great last week. I predicted that by the way. You know, I'm switching. I'm going Ravens. Ravens. I'm sticking with the Ravens.
3: All right. And the Colts do have a nasty defense, What's... Brent. I mean, like it's not a terrible pick. Yeah, and they and they show up in like like really, they're at
1: home really big times like Darius Leonard strips back. I mean, that's And they're crazy. at home. I mean, I don't know. <sighs> um all right, I'm taking the Ravens here. Uh they looked like that game against the Steelers was a lot of fun to watch. Um, Lamar made the throws when he had to, but he also missed some. I mean, I think that their play—I think I don't think it's the play of Lamar that is the problem. I think it's that the offense ha- like the coaches haven't coached him up to a to be that come from behind quarterback that they need him to be right now. Um, he's he's great when he gets off off the ball fast and. Hopefully, they can get there um, this week. Zach, I'm taking the Ravens. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, do not do not put me on the Colts. I'm, I'm taking the Ravens. I'm actually pretty confident about this one. So, um, I'm, I'm going with the Ravens on this one. But we move on. Now we've got the pop. I, I, I have my pick as the Ravens, too. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I, I, I skip I you? I thought that. I gave you the floor. My bad. Guys, no, I just want to say I looked
2: it up, and Marlon Humphreys – Tested positive, and here are the seven Ravens he's been in close contact with, Um, five of which are starters, I believe. Matthew Judon, Patrick Queen, Deshaun Elliott, LJ Ford, Malik Harrison, Terrell Bonds, and Tyus Bowser. A lot of starters on that.
1: That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of defensive starters.
2: They can't practice this week, but they can play Sunday if they pass five days of testing. So keep a close eye on that. Um, I think I'm going to stick with the Ravens, though. I know I flipped, but I'm sticking with the Ravens this week, and... That's something we should definitely keep an eye on, though.
1: Definitely. All right. Thanks for that update, Brent. Uh, we've got the Seahawks, who are six and one, going into Buffalo, who are six and two. The Seahawks are favorited under two and a half. Zach, let's get this one started with you. Who do you got?
0: Uh, I'm going to take the Seahawks, um, actually. I think uh, Russell Wilson goes in there um, to a Bills team who has really just been unpredictable. Um, just inconsistent what kind of quarterback play money going to get this week. Uh, you know, what kind of, what kind of way are we going to lose this week or at least make it close? They, they find ways to hurt themselves, the bills. And I think the Seahawks with Russell just, he avoids that. And I think Tyler Lockett, their number one and DK Metcalf their number two is a deadly one 2 um, attack. And I think that uh, they are going to put up a lot of points this week. Um I know it's a good Bills defense, but I think they're going to go in there and, and take that. Uh, Brem.
1: you? Yeah.
2: So the Bills should have freaking lost that game last week. Had Cam Newton not fumbled the ball, they they would have lost. You know, they had what? They would have had first and 10 inside the 10. Mm-hmm. But I am going to go with the Seahawks this week. I Russell Wilson for MVP, dude. Um, that DK Metcalf touchdown last week, That reminded me of a young Julio Jones. Julio, you know, he's, he's still a great route runner, but he's not as fast as he used to be that, that straight, you know, just open field speed. That's what that reminded me of DK is a top receiver in this league. He's elite. Um, It also reminded me of T.O. Yeah. Yeah. People were saying T.O. People are saying a young OBJ It reminded me of a young Julio, but if the Seahawks could ever figure out their defense, um, I think that they could make a deep run, but I don't I I think that's their their glaring issue and I'm going I'm still gonna go to the Seahawks this week though.
3: All right, Matt. So <clears throat> I'm actually now uh, officially as of maybe a couple weeks ago a diehard Seahawks fan. <laughs> um, I lived in Seattle for about eight months, so um, you know, I passed all the tests. Um, but having said that, you have Russell Wilson, the best quarterback in the league. It's pretty much undisputed at this point, uh, given his season. Um, Anyone who disagrees with that, I think, you know, I mean, you're just not watching the kid. You're just not watching the kid. (laughs) You're a schmuck. Now, granted, he does have those (laughs) two great targets. (laughs) Those two great targets and Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett, he's been playing with, I mean, they, they know each other so well. I mean, when you watch them just like sync up, I mean, it's, it's, it's a thing of beauty. Um, I think, this game in particular is going to be kind of like it was when they played the Cowboys. I think Um, it's just going to be a passing showdown. I'm predicting at least like six passing touchdowns. I think that both teams are great passers and both teams don't have very great secondaries. Uh, I think, I think it's just going to be an absolute passing showdown. I think Russell Wilson, three passing touchdowns, at least I'm going, I'm thinking probably four, uh, the man's uh, the man's a maniac. I mean, there's nothing to be said, obviously, on offense for the Seahawks. Obviously, their defense. It's it's just going to be whose defense is uh, makes more obvious, glaring mistakes. And I think whoever, and then probably turnovers as well. I, I think will also make probably make end up making the difference if that if it comes down to that. Um, also a close one, I think. But you know, given the Seahawks and everything they've done this year and just how good they've been looking special offense. I mean, you got to go Seahawks.
2: So we uh, were Hawks. debating this last week, Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf,
3: Matt, as a be- who's better. better? I mean, DK who's Metcalf better. is clearly the number talented. 1. Exactly. Who's
0: their number one?
3: Who's their number one? I mean, I, I mean, I think it's I think I think it switches from week to week. I mean I've seen oh, even, I don't know about that. that that's that's, combat, just, that's just that's just a combat. That's
0: a defensive scheme. That's what that's just what defenses are doing.
3: I've got DK
1: yeah, but I mean, I've got DK's name on my notes more than I've got Tyler Lockett, so boom. For DK, last week, for last week DK, but also I sent you guys a picture. Joe, Joe. I'm telling you guys. Joe, Joe. You guys are crazy.
0: Joe Tyler Lockett was the number one fantasy player last week. At the end of last week, he was the number one fantasy player. Yeah, and then like that's I think like two,
3: two weeks before that though, he had like
0: no for the season for the like for like oh yeah well I mean that's just because like fifty three point week <clears throat> I'm not arguing. Joe's just man. mad because he has I, him on
2: his fantasy team and he doesn't put up double digit points every week. no he
1: doesn't <laughs> and that is an indicator of him being a not he's he's not
3: wide receiver one in seattle i I mean i think i think all right all right right. but i mean russell wilson is so comfortable with tyler lockett i think like i mean i think by the end of the year you could make you could say dk metcalf is number one maybe next year i don't know Yeah, maybe next year i don't know but i mean like those two are like i mean i also really like their
0: tight ends i mean yeah jacob Hostetler and um or hollister and um there's another one yeah, but if they always could still Yeah, they have
1: Disley. Olson? Yeah. Is it Disley, Olson? yeah. Oh
0: Disley, He's, yeah, Disley though, yeah, yeah. Joe, who are you taking?
1: Um I am actually so Matt, you uh you finished off your, your sentence by saying you gotta go to Seahawks and I don't Matt, I don't gotta go the Seahawks. I'm going to no, Bills. You, you don't. It's, I mean I they, it's a close one, going, but you gotta go The Seahawks. Seahawks are going into Buffalo. It's starting to get a little chilly up there. Those mafias coming gonna, out. I'm oh, telling you, I, those, oh, those no. moving tables are coming out. Josh I, I think that's gonna get into I think it's gonna get into <clears throat> Russell Wilson's I think that's that, gonna get oh Russell defense, Wilson, man. That defense has got more holes than Swiss cheese, man. So I'm telling you, I think that Stefan Diggs, uh uh, Cole Beasley and uh, you know I think that that receiving core is going to find some success up there um, so I, I'm taking the bills on this one um, you know but just to get back to I'm going to make one last point about DK Metcalf um, he uh, is wide receiver one all right so now we're going to move on to the Broncos who are coming in at three and four at the Atlanta Falcons who are Oh, oh I'm sorry so who are six and Two and six. Uh the Falcons are favored under three and a half. Uh Brent, let's hear who you got on this one.
2: First of all, breaking news. Matthew Stafford on reserve COVID-19
1: list. Oh, can, I change, my, right can I change
2: my change my up there? No, you cannot, yes. Joe. No, you cannot.
1: Um, <laughs> I'm, make, I'm making a change. I'm making a change. He's he's on the COVID list. I'm I'm making a change.
2: Oh, do you yeah. I guess I changed the Ravens. Okay. First of all, just, yeah, I put an I, asterisk for that. We
3: make a new there's rule no asterisk, of like, once you, shit. once you definitively say I'm going this team, there's no, you know, you can't be like, okay well, do you want me to keep Colts? keep Colts? I'll keep Colts.
2: I'll keep Colts. You know what? That's fine.
3: Well, I mean, I okay. guess now right. it doesn't right. mean you can say you think moving one wins forward, now, but, Moving you know,
2: forward. I was say in the middle. Say, yes. I'll, I'll all keep right. it. I'm a I'm man of my word. I'll keep the Colts as my pick. But anyway, moving back to moving back to this pick, I'm going with the Falcons. Um. I know they've been struggling. Uh, but actually they've looked a lot better since uh what is his name? Raheem Morris, whoever mm. their interim coach is. He's, he's actually he's he's got guts. He's going for it on fourth down, you know, he's taking shots downfield. Who would have thought, you know? And, what do you have um, to lose? What do you yeah, have to lose? You're 2-6. Did you guys see that route Julio ran last week? It's amazing. Bro, he he's phenomenal. You know, if, if they could ever if they could ever get their run game going, I think Gurley's washed at this point. You know, he's he's not <laughs> A fraction of what he used to be, but I'm still going the Falcons. I don't really. But okay, camera. let I'm me like, let
0: me argue let me argue that about Todd Gurley. I know he's washed, but he has eight touchdowns. And I think you know he's, he's tied washed. for. Well, yeah. I, I think on, he's guys, tied for guys, second.
1: Guys, he's a listener, so yeah. So, so pay him. Listeners I mean, can pay be pay lost, Right. He, well, <laughs> he, he, I'm just saying he's a Patreon member. Uh, Todd, um, just make sure that you continue to you know listen to us every week. You know, I think that if you really turn things around, we'll, 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 start throwing some, uh we'll start throwing some compliments your way.
2: You know, he's, he's a great uh, goal back. He's one of the best at getting in the end zone. I'll give him that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to follow that by taking the, the Broncos
0: though. Um, the Broncos really uh, surprised me um, last week with uh, beating the Chargers. Uh, I think Drew Locke actually made some really good plays and they, they won that game. Uh, they took it away from the Chargers and, that was really impressive to see Drew Locke lead them. And I think against a Falcons team, that is starting to find their identity. But I think that um, – I, I just don't think that they're going to be able to beat the Broncos. So, I'm going to take the take the Broncos. All
2: right. I think the Chargers blew that game. I don't think the Broncos won that game.
3: I'm going Falcons, dude. All the way. Um mm-hmm. I think the Falcons have similar problems that uh, the Seahawks we were just talking about, um, as in, like, their past defense is, like, really, really bad. But, um, I mean, got it. I mean, Falcons, yeah, I mean, that's all I'll say. I'll just go Falcons. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the Broncos, to be honest. I don't think – I mean, I don't see much when I watch them. I think the Falcons, if they – don't completely just flop. I think they can pull it up in here. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm actually going to go with the Broncos here. Uh, Zach, you already said you're going with the Broncos, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I mean, to be honest, I think that Drew Locke played pretty well last week. Um, I think that the, uh, I really was, I was really betting on the chargers to win that game and the Broncos came out and they, they showed me a, a thing or two about a thing or two. So, um, I think I'm going to, I think that the Broncos are going to be kind of in the middle. I don't think that they're, that they're an elite team, but I don't think that they're going to, that they're going to lose to a two and six Falcons team. Um, so we move on
3: really quickly. I just want to say that if I think this is the first one of the day where we've had a complete split decision down the middle, two and two. Mm -hmm. So, um, is there any kind of uh, like wager in this situation? You know, not not we're not talking like money or nothing, but you know, like you know, next week, um, you know, someone's got to do something, right? Just just to, you know, spice things up a little bit. That's not a I bad. I could put
1: a
2: weight I could put a wager on it too.
3: Um, next
2: week. What is this? Broncos and Broncos Falcons. Broncos Falcons.
1: I love the I love yeah. the the randomness behind this one being the wager.
3: Yeah, right. does I mean that's yeah, really the These are right, the games. The, whichever two, me and Brett have Broncos, Zach and Joe have, uh, or sorry, I'm me and Brent have Falcons, around. Zach and Joe have Broncos. Loser uh, next week has to, the two losers have to put together a one minute ad for a product of the winner's choosing. Okay. I'm with it. That sounds good. All right, Zach. Barrett's honest. PG-13, most yeah, likely. Yep, yep, yep. Also, to put hey, this may, out there.
1: Maybe a maybe a product that we actually could get to sponsor this.
3: You know, we're still looking for sponsors.
1: We're
0: looking for A good old number seven, the best quarterback in the league, Mr. Jack Daniels.
3: Ooh. And also, that is just an ornament Zach has <laughs> at his house. Um, we do not support uh, any sort of substance. Also, when we talk about betting lines, you know, that's just for um, – uh,
1: monopoly money.
3: monopoly money yeah, yeah yeah we don't you know we don't you know we're hard-working men
1: exactly exactly
3: <laughs> but if you were to gamble you should pick our use joe's picks for right now
1: and then use mine
0: at, 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 you know from this week forward because Brent, obviously Brent, he, put his your right now.
1: i've got a 72 percent win percentage so you should definitely use my picks put your eyes away Brent. you're over there being crazy
2: you know we, we we talk about the lines and everything and gambling and you should only gamble money for fun. You should never, never go anything crazy. If you have a problem, join Gamblers Anonymous. You know, you, you we can look up their number for you guys. But Joe, what you're saying, keep running your mouth, dude. Keep talking. Keep talking. Dude. I'm coming. I keep
1: winning. Yes. I keep winning.
2: You know, last week wasn't as good as the week before, so...
1: Yeah, yeah, but still better than your week. All right, so now we've got the Raiders, who are four and three, going to play against the Chargers, who are two and five. The Chargers are favored under one. Matt, who do you got on this one? The Raiders and the Chargers.
3: Raiders and the Chargers. This is actually a pretty tough one. I um, will be interested to see what you guys have to say. I. I'm gonna go Raiders. Okay, yeah, I think the Raiders are gonna pull it out. Um, I'll let you I'll leave the rest of the analysis to you guys.
1: Yeah, all right, Zach, who do you got? Um, I'm
0: picking the John Gruden coached Gruden grinders of the, Gruden uh, grinders, the Las Vegas Raiders. I think the Chargers have shown me too many times that they can't win close games. I love me Justin Herbert. They can throw the ball everywhere, but they can't win close games. Mm. And I think the Raiders can because John Gruden has you know, established the run and Derek Carr, if he can not turn the ball over, can win them games. And I think they got in eh, defense. Now, they, they really have struggled on defense. So if they get that turned around and start making some plays, um, if they win the turnover battle, I think that will definitely help them um, solidify this win on the road and um, so far in a – did the Chargers play in SoFi Stadium? No, the Rams do. Did the Chargers get a new stadium? They both middle? share
2: that stadium. They both share it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So feels different um, though. The
0: vibe. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's it's a really cool stadium too. It's actually a, it's beautiful. Um, so yeah, but I'm taking the Raiders.
1: All right, Brent. Who do you got?
2: I'm also gonna take the Raiders. They are my Gruden Grinders, as you guys said. I love the Raiders. We picked them last week. I didn't even realize that they were an underdog against the Browns. That's pathetic to me um it makes sense in there if they could get josh jacobs a complimentary power back i think that would do him justice and that would rejuvenate not rejuvenate that would extend his career for years down the road because the problem with them is washington their other back is smaller than jacobs so when they look at them they go hmm i guess josh jacobs is our power back so they really grind him when he's more of a one-cut, like athletic. Get him out, maybe throw him a pass. You know, they—they, they, I think they're using him wrong, and that's why he's always hurt, and that's why he's always like limping through the year. On the other hand, um, I saw the stat. I think they said it on. Pardon my take. The Chargers have lost 31 one-possession games since 2015. Think about that. 31 one-possession games since 2015. You have to try to lose that many one score games it's that's pretty bad um they found they're like the falcons they found many ways to lose but i i'm going raiders this week
1: um yeah i like herbert
2: but they they got a ways to go
1: yeah um i'm going with the raiders as well here i i really liked how they played last week um i think that uh they really took it to the browns and um you know Derek carr was when he had time, he was spreading the ball around. He was, he was, you know, getting the ball to do a lot of different players and, um, you know, making, making plays. So, uh, you know, I, I can't, I can't, I don't think I can bet against the Raiders this week, especially with how the Chargers lost to the Broncos last week. Um, so, yeah, definitely going with the Raiders here. Um, so we move on. We have got probably the easiest pick of the week the 7 and o steelers at the 2 and 6 dallas cowboys i thought about saying cowgirls but hey we're a uh, we're we're a, we're a friendly podcast here and we know that jerry jones is a listener uh, but he is not a patreon member yet which is a little a little weird but hey you know he's, uh, got, he's he, got
3: playing money i don't know what, you know well you just, know um, what
1: they can spend their money however they would like and if they want to support us you guys should definitely leave a review asking for a Patreon. Um all right. So we've got the Steelers at the Cowboys. Steelers are favored 13 under. I'm taking the Steelers. And that's all I'm gonna say about that.
0: Zach. Um you know <laughs> Bentonucci. <sighs> what a rough game. They should they could have easily won that game in Philadelphia. Um but, man are they terrible. Um so, I I mean their defense played okay against a really subpar um Philadelphia offense so that was a tough game to watch I knew it was going to be but um but the Steelers are just going to absolutely dominate them I think big Ben goes in there throws numerous touchdowns I think it's gonna have two to three and um I think they're gonna run the ball to control the game their defense is gonna just absolutely wreck havoc so I'm taking the Steelers
1: yeah Brent who do you got
2: I'm going to go with the Steelers. Gucci Denucci doesn't have it. Um, I will say later in the year, I'm really curious to see. The Steelers, I think, are, have their best start in, like, like, 20 years, something like that. But um, later on down the road, I'm, is Big Ben's play going to hinder their ability to go far? I'm curious to see. You know, he's, he, he's not really looked that good. And I don't know. I'm going Steelers this week, but I, I'd put a pin in that for later
3: okay. on in the year. All right, Matt. Who do you got? I mean, it's playing simple. The Steelers. I mean, yeah. There's not too much to say on that one. Dallas Cowboys are uh, one of the biggest embarrassments in football right now. Um, I mean, yeah. I and mean, what else can you really say about that?
1: All right, um, guys. I actually forgot to talk about this. Uh, we we said we were going to talk about this earlier in the week. The uh, the whims and Gardner Johnson fight. Uh, whims and gardner yeah johnson. that that uh that was kind of ridiculous um that's the that, man's chain well i think that <laughs> whims really showed that he is a uh he's big old pussy and that he uh that he can't handle the uh the talk that gardner johnson was giving oh you're talking about you're talking about whims
2: yeah, yeah. oh i thought you were talking about gardner johnson i was gonna say Uh-oh. no gardner johnson is a mastermind dude. that was one of the that's not the first time have ever seen that's not the first time he's done that either my man's is cold dude you, like it's the just something ate so subtle so, and right. so disrespectful <laughs> uh, a young buck like whims it gets in their head you know it's awesome yeah. i i love to see that that type of that
1: that's I'm, how you get under someone's skin i'm telling you him eating that punch was on par with kobe bryant not reacting to that uh, that back, buck that ball. Yeah
2: Dude he just looked at him Imagine how much He was
3: laughing To himself <laughs> A little fake pass Did he like, s- I wonder, did I do Did he did say something After the first punch Cause it seemed like There was a first punch oh. Awkward silence Almost if he backs up Like he's a fucking he And he's like, like And then he just swings again he's like he, Excuse he me He thought he was gonna
2: Come at him He was such a Such a A biatch about it He's like Ooh.
3: Yeah
1: exactly Zach you got anything To say about this No I'm good Zach, Zach, shaking his head now. All right. Um, All right. So we are going to move on to actually one of the more difficult picks for me, actually. Uh, And I know that this doesn't seem it just I don't know. We got the Dolphins, who are four and three at the Arizona Cardinals, who are five and two. The Cardinals are favorited under five, which I think is too big of a spread, to be honest. But it is what it is. Zach, who do you got?
0: Uh, I am going to take the Cardinals. Um, I know the Dolphins have really good defense and they forced a whole bunch of turnovers last week in their game, um, but I'm going to take the Cardinals. I think Kyler Murray is a, is a way better quarterback than they fast faced last week. And I think uh, Deandre Hopkins gets a lot of targets and I think um, they can run the ball with Kenyon Drake. And I think their defense, if it plays well enough, I will be, uh, if they, if they throw enough disguises and, Kind of throw different coverages at Tua that he hasn't seen. I think it'll take him enough time to at least adjust at least the first half. And if that's the case, then I think the Cardinals uh, get up early and take a uh, take away a lot of what the Dolphins want to do and kind of not have Tua win the game for them. So I think the Cardinals win that way.
1: All right, Brent, who do you got? <clears throat>
2: I'm going the Col- excuse me. I'm going the Cardinals this week. Um, I think. The Dolphins' defense is really good, but they're going to have a lot of trouble getting to Murray. They're not going to have as free a rain getting to Murray as they did getting to Golf. you know. Um, Murray just extends plays. He converts third downs, and he's he's just able to meticulously extend drives and get the ball to Hopkins. You know, they got a bunch of playmakers, like you guys said, with Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds. Um, I think this week that Miami, they're going to be put in a situation where Tua – is kind of going to have to win the game. I think Gaskins is out this week. So the run game is going to be, is going to be non-existent. And last week Tua didn't have to do much to win, but I think this week they're going to be put in a situation where he does have to do a lot to win. So I'm curious to see what he does. All right,
3: Matt. Cardinal. Um, I'm going to go dolphins on this one, honestly. Um, yeah. I'm going to just go dolphins. And, um, no no, no further analysis, just Dolphins, man. You, I mean, Miami Dolphins. You believe in Tua, I guess? I believe in Tua, and I believe in Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think, uh, you know, obviously he's not playing anymore, but something tells me, you know, he's somehow still involved. He's, he's always mean, pulling except, the strings. Yeah, I, somehow <laughs> this dude's like – he's he's a mastermind, you know. Uh, he's crafty, um, you know. And, I mean, except for when he played for the Jets, but, like, we won't get into that because that's just not, you know.
2: Also, shout out to Tua's little brother throwing hey, for his 500 hey. yards in the Maryland game, baby. Oh, that Congrats was to Maryland beating uh, beating Minnesota. You know, row on, boys. PJ Flex, shout out, boy. That's how you do it.
1: How do you, so how do you pronounce the last name Tagalovola? Tagalavola.
2: Tagaviloa? Now, I don't know how to pronounce Tua's little brother. Tulu-
1: uh, it's Tuleon? Talia.
2: Talia?
0: Talia.
1: Yeah, Talia. Well, congrats like, to that family I mean I, we the, also the know genes. that they're listeners so uh congrats to that family um that that's pretty awesome for two big weeks in a, or two big wins in a week that's that's great you see what happens
2: when you know Maryland actually has a quarterback it's unbelievable he was throwing darts
1: uh speaking of uh, yeah. our colleges and football teams, did you guys hear what happened with the ECU pirates?
2: No, I did not. What
1: uh, it was a uh, like a last last minute um, drive. The the Tulsa was going down the field, and we made them fumble. Um, and it was pr- it was clear and obvious in the replay, but uh, the the refs gave it to uh, Tulsa, and they went down and scored and won the game. So that was That's that was pretty bullshit. heartbreaking to to hear about. Um, actually, the NCAA went back and reviewed the tape and said that the officiating crew got it wrong. So. We've got a, we've got a real, 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 uh, real problem there, but, um, yeah, I'm taking the Cardinals here. Uh, I don't think that the Dolphins defense will be able to handle Kyler Murray and Deshaun or, um, Hopkins. Uh, I think that it's, I think that it's going to be, you know, an air raid and I think that the Dolphins won't be able to keep up. Um. All right. So we move on to the Saints, who are five and two, at the Buccaneers, who are six and two. The Bucs are favored under five and a half. Um, I'm going to take this one first, and I'm going to say the Buccaneers. Um, I am not sold on the Saints. Uh, I, I watched them last week, and I just wasn't impressed, to be frank. Uh, you know, well, with everyone except for Alvin Kamara. Holy crap, that guy is good. Did you guys watch that game? Yes. Holy shit, dude. He was all over the field. Like he's literally their only weapon besides oh, their dude. It's unbelievable. Poke. But he's dude, unbelievable. I don't know what's
2: going on with Michael Michael Thomas right now, dude.
1: Oh, I think that it's just a bitch fight that he just doesn't want to play for them right now. Yeah. That's what I heard on ESPN or something. We well, are ESPN. Right. We are the... the well, we're the media now. We're the media. Well, we 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 were the
0: LeBron James uh, podcast, though. So. That was just so. last week.
1: Yeah, that was no, just, yeah, right. Zach, yeah. Now we're now we're back to the guys who talk about sports. Done for, for now. For now, until we find another bandwagon to join, like Matt did with the Seahawks. All right, mm-hmm. Zach, uh, who do you got um, with the Saints and the Buccaneers? I'm going to take the Buccaneers.
0: I think Tom Grady is going to um, win another game at home. I think that defense. I mean, their two interior linebackers are absolute studs, Devin, uh, Devin White and um, Lamont, Lamonte David, I think. And um, they have Lamonte, Winfield nice. Jr. Yeah, and Winfield Jr. is playing strong safety, and he made a great play on that, on that uh, two-point conversion to seal the game against the Giants. Although Daniel Jones was late, he still recovered and was able to make a play without a PI, and that was um, a really nice play. And so that was a testimony that they were able to win a game the on the road, um, you know that's never easy in the NFL. You know everybody has talent, so kudos to them. I think that they're a serious contender if they stay healthy. Um, and I like to see uh, Ronald Jones fumbled right. And then they uh, Fournette played like pretty much the rest of the game, is um, yep. what I was saying. But I would like to see both of them get touches. I hope Ronald Jones bounces back from that.
1: All right, Matt,
3: who do you got? Um. I think I got the Bucks. Um, well, yeah, I got the Bucks. I gotta go Bucks. This one's close to me though, because I think the Saints. Actually, no, no, I'm going Saints. Can I change back? Can I? Is that uh? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. All right, I'm going Saints. I'm going Saints. Uh, as good as the Bucks have been looking and playing, um, I'm just going Saints. That's it. All right, Brent, who do you got? I'm
2: going with the Bucs. I think when the Bucs played the Saints week one, you know, there was a lot of new faces and they weren't really settled in to, uh, you know, they were still trying to figure out what they were and how they were going to operate throughout the year. Um, Zach, I know you were saying you hope that they give the ball to Ronald Jones more, but I was saying this last week, I heard that Fournette was running hard in practice. And once Jones fumbled, that was it. I think Fournette's uh, won that, role as the starting back and Jones probably going to come in and compliment him afterwards, but they have multiple weapons. You know, I think AB just got reinstated and yes. everyone on that team doesn't care about who gets the ball. They just want to win. Like Mike Evans won't catch a ball till like the late fourth quarter, but they all just doesn't want not care. I- they are solely focused on winning. And I think that's really important. That shows how, how important Brady was to not only the Patriots, but how important he's to the bucks right now, you know, how different they are from last year and how- in their ability to finish games. I also Um, think think Bruce
0: Arians is a great coach. I think what he's done there is he really accepted Tom's culture and has, you know, played to his strengths.
2: Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And um, Sorry, Brent. Go on. You're good. I know I was saying when healthy, Dalvin Cook is the best back in football, but Kamara is the best back in football. You know, his ability to catch the ball out of the backfield and run the ball, I think me and Matt were talking about it. He has, like, almost 500 yards in receiving yards on the year which is phenomenal it's but other than that breeze is old um, Gardner Johnson I love him I love his his ability to get in people's heads obviously with whims and the mouthpiece ripping. you know he's the mouthpiece bandit but other than Demario Davis you know their defense is pretty bad they, they should be top in the league and they 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 give up they couldn't hit the broad side of a barn you know they just mm-hmm. give up yards like it's nothing to the Bears to Nick Foles to the struggling Bears. That oh. yeah, that was that was in overtime.
1: So I know I'm us. telling you I was watching that game and I was just like, No, yeah, I was watching it too. The Saints aren't who we thought they were. Since when do mm-hmm.
2: since when do the Bears is their kicker like useful for them and like an <laughs> advantage? You know, it's weird. Yeah, Cairo Santos, I think he's been nice.
1: Yeah, but yeah. all right, let's let's move on. So. Um, so, mo- everyone but Matt's taking the bucks there. Okay. All right. So, now we've got the Patriots who are two and five going into MetLife, into the dangerous and tough to play at MetLife against the Jets who are 0 and 8. Um, Zach, I see that you have a surprising pick. Let's hear it.
0: Yes. I think uh, I'm going to take the Jets here. Um, <clears throat> I think that they're, and is Sam Darnold starting before? is he starting sam playing um, i think um so. i think he
2: just got an mri he, yesterday. I, I think so i don't i'm not sure i know it was aggravated again i'm not sure if he's if he's still gonna play
3: this i think they said he was gonna try and play but that doesn't really mean i think they're gonna start him um he who's the backup shoulder. Who, who plays if he doesn't joe, joe flacco. Flacco. flacco joe flacco oh that's the right joe elite, flacco that's right
2: the elite joe flacco
3: right joe flacco, joe flacco is flacco. elite man is. So, if
0: it's Joe Flacco, I would like to take the Patriots. But if it's uh, Sam Darnold, I'd like to take the Jets. I don't know if that's uh, something that we can work in. No. But, um, <laughs> okay. Uh, then I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to switch back over there. So, I'll, take, I'll take the Patriots. I think I think they were uh, one play away from winning last week, and um, that was uh, the fumble. I think camp comes out and Belichick sets them right. They still had a really good game, low scoring, but they need to figure something out on offense.
1: I'm good.
3: All right uh matt who do you got um i mean to me this is a clear jets um from the top down i mean they've just been promising over the years you got woody johnson i mean that guy is a mastermind um i mean gase what he's done with darnold it's just i mean like you know <laughs> it's masterful. it's nothing but respect never um, before
2: seen <laughs>
3: <laughs> non-joking i have patriots um i think that like belichick will 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 i don't know how he'll do it and i guess that's you know the but he'll cheat before he loses to the Jets. Um, <laughs> again, I'm not exactly sure how, but uh, You'll find I'll, a leave, way. I'll leave that to him to figure out. You know, I'm not going to concern myself with that. But I think <laughs> if the Patriots lose this game, I mean, I think his entire reputation is just it's just squandered. It's, it's stomped out. I mean, those Super yeah. Bowls mean nothing if you lose if, you, if they lose this week. I don't know. I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but it's no, a hot take. I'm thing. with
1: you. I think that they should actually take all six Super Bowls away from the Patriots if they lose to the Jets and give them right to the Jets. Yeah, relax, give them to the relax, Jets.
3: Relax.
1: Yeah, relax. Um, yeah so I'm, I'm, taking, relax. I'm taking the Patriots. On give this them one. two. Uh, I think we're across the board here. Actually, is this the first time we're across the board? No, no we've been across the board no. on other ones. All right, so we're uh, we're all going Patriots here, and. Um, yeah, I think that the uh, the Jets are really interested in Trevor Lawrence, which I don't think is going to make a difference. But uh, you know, I, I I really don't, Brent. I, I really don't. I think that if they keep Gase, it's going to be a it's going to be the same thing as Darnold.
2: They're not going to keep him after this year. Be interesting to see they're how they. Really. I've been surprised sure, before Trevor by Lawrence.
1: the Jets. I've been surprised before. God, I wish I could like really
2: put this point across, but I can't. You're right.
1: Yeah. So yeah. All right, so guys, those were our picks. That was a lot of fun, I guess, maybe. Um, Now we're going to talk about the um, our power rankings and who we think is going to win the Super Bowl. So um, we're going to do the power rankings first and then at the end of your power rankings, I want you guys to tell us who you think is going to be in the Super Bowl and who is going to win it. So um, I'm going to start off Since I am, you know, the top of the leaderboard right now with a 42 and 16 record. Um, So, you know, they, they, they call me the Steelers of this podcast. Um, And uh, that's who I'm putting as the number one power ranking here. I got the Steelers number one, Um, the Chiefs are number two. Uh, I've got the Packers coming in at three. Um, The Cardinals at four, the Seahawks at five, the Buccaneers at six, the Bills at seven, the Ravens at eight, the Titan Titans at nine, and I know that we hate the oh. Bears, but I'm putting what? Bears. In. What? I know it's a surprising pick, but here I've got the Super Bowl prediction for my uh, for me is the uh, the Arizona Cardinals going against the Pittsburghs. No, I'm just kidding. Against the Kansas City Chiefs, um, I've got the Seahawks going against the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm just kidding about the first part. Um, didn't want you guys to think that I was crazy or anything. Uh, but yeah, I've got the uh, I've got the Seahawks going against the Chiefs, and I think that the Chiefs are gonna are gonna pull it out. Uh, I think they're going back to back. Uh, Zach, you are up next. Brent, it looks like I'm giving you headaches. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I am going to take the, the Chiefs. <laughs>
0: The Chiefs are number one, uh, the Steelers two, I got the uh, Bucks at three, I got the Ravens at four, I got the Seahawks at five, the Packers at six, the Cardinals at seven, the Bills at eight, the Titans at nine, and the Saints at ten. Um, and for my NFC champion, I think the Buccaneers are going to win it, and then the AFC champions, I think the Steelers are going to win it, and I think the Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl.
1: All right,
2: Brent, so what do you up. got? First of all, after everything we've said in the past couple weeks, how do you have the Bears top 10 <laughs> in the league? What? What? Okay, anyways, my top 10 power rankings as of week nine are number one, the Chiefs, number two, the Bucks, number three, the Steelers, number four, the Seahawks, number five, the Ravens, number six, the Saints, number seven, the Flackers, number eight, the Titans, number nine, the Cardinals, and number 10, the Colts. And as my early Super Bowl prediction, I got Bucks, Chiefs. And, you know, it's really hard. It's really hard to repeat. But, you know, these seem like the two super teams, if we're thinking um, NBA logic. Um, they both loaded up big time. And I think the Chiefs, you know, they got Mahomes. And he's, he's going to do everything in his power. The, the thing about them is they – have so many weapons, and they've been playing such good defense that they haven't needed to use Mahomes to win games. I was saying this a couple of weeks ago. They don't need to throw the ball 50 times, and he's still there. If, God forbid, you're, you're, you're down late, <clears throat> late in a game or you're getting blown out, you know that he's there, he's ready, and he can make it happen. He's proven it before by winning when, when he won the Super Bowl last year, so I'm going Chiefs.
1: All right. Uh, Matt, are you ready to make your power ranking picks?
3: Yeah, I'm ready. Um, <clears throat> so I got first, uh, I, I got the Chiefs. Um, I think that's pretty common. Um, two, I got Steelers. Yeah, two Steelers. Three, I got Seahawks. Four, I got Bucks. Three and four, um, might want to switch. And then five, Ravens. Um, I think Super Bowl is – Coming down to the Chiefs and the um, Bucks. And I think the Chiefs take that one. Although I think it will be a good game if it does come down to that. Um yeah, I mean, I think the Chiefs, I like guess everyone said, I mean, they're just the amount of weapons and potential they have, like they could it's just I mean, how how are they gonna how are they gonna get stumped? I mean, also when we're talking power rankings here, how much do we <clears throat> how much do we take in account like Can this team – is this team going to win playoff games, you know? Everything. Right. Because, well, no, everything. But, I mean, a lot of times when you do power rankings, it's usually, like, who is just the best team right now? like At this moment, who is the best team? Um,
2: Well, everything I
3: talk about, I'm always looking,
2: like, a little more down the road. I know a lot of people talk about, like, right now, like, especially with betting, like, week to week and stuff. But my analysis with teams are always, like, kind of farther down the road and thinking, like, long-term in terms of, like, are they trending upwards or downwards? So, I guess it's to each his own
3: would be the answer. Right, right, right. Cuz that's what I was thinking. There was a few things I could swap. Like I put the Seahawks above the Bucks, but I mean I think the the, the Bucks have a better chance certainly of making it yeah, to the Super Bowl the Seahawks then, defense just and the Seahawks, Yeah, it yeah it's just not go good far.
2: enough. Congratulations, right. Jamal Adams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So, uh we've come to the end. So, uh if you guys have anything you guys want to say to close us out, Brent, you can give us you can give us your your thoughts if you got any. so you know i'm really curious to see how this
2: week plays out um thank you matt for being a guest on the show this week hopefully that can become a recurring thing it was lovely to have you and i think this week i'm going to turn it around you know you guys are coming back to earth joe's joe's been joe's been on cloud nine for like three or four weeks you know 42 and 16 isn't bad, but 32 and 24, you, you guys are talking like I'm like way, way like like Jets 0 and 8 territory, but I'm, I'm right on your heels.
1: Zach, you got anything? Yeah, yeah
0: I do. Um, make sure that if you're a listener, don't forget to um, like and subscribe. Yeah, rate us some five stars from wherever you get your podcast, Spotify, Anchor. Uh, Apple podcasts um, but with that being said I am coming for that first place I'm six games back I'm feeling good about this week I like my picks um, I think there's a couple good picks where I got advantages on uh, a couple of you guys especially that Lions pick um, so that would be nice to get a game back on Joe um, and then I'm looking forward to that ad next week so if you're a listener make sure you tune in um, and be on the lookout for the ad and
3: um, I want to clarify too with that zach when we're saying ad for a product i mean the product is at the winner's discretion it does not have to be a real product it does not have to be a product based in reality it can be anything you want uh within the confines of pg-13 of course of course of course of course, of course. listener at mind of course
2: of course Sorry. <laughs> so um zach and joe get ready for you know I, you guys should practice this weekend you know get real good
3: at uh, you know, hey, hold on, which game him. we put that on again? The,
2: <laughs> the Broncos. Falcons-Broncos. Falcons. It's actually Falcons a real Broncos. interesting it's game. It's a really good game. I'm
3: going to pay <clears> attention <throat> to it, I'll tell you that. I actually love the oh, Falcons, yeah, gonna, too. So gonna gonna keep glad. a close eye on that
2: one. But you guys should <laughs> definitely get ready for your ad, you know? Watch watch, <laughs> yeah. watch some Super Bowl commercials, maybe.
1: What, what, what's going on, Joe? Do you have anything else to uh, close us out with?
3: Oh, um, No, nothing other than um, thank you for having me. Uh, it's my first time doing this. It's a lot of fun. You know, we get to kind of speak our minds and we get to make our picks and then you know it's nice to get everything down on paper so we know where everyone stands and uh, we can see how our takes get better from week to week. Um, I would also like to say that um, you know if I in the future um, you know since I have a little bit I'm a little bit behind I say we just put me up at um, I mean I haven't gotten a game wrong yet so uh, <laughs> undefeated at the moment i am currently undefeated uh, i've never picked the wrong team so, and Joe, could put joe, you at 500 i'm confused wait joe have you have you picked anyone wrong yet yeah yeah, yeah. I've oh you picked a couple kidding. okay yeah my bad um all right so yeah so <laughs> I, I would say I'm, I'm standing pretty good um you know maybe we'll look at this as a uh, as a ratio win the loss you know you know i had a few bye weeks but you know <laughs> coming back stronger than ever you know i've had a lot of time to rest up
1: you know all right well you know what guys keep that same energy next week um i'm excited to see uh another another big week for me um but again thank you guys for tuning in make sure that you like and subscribe and leave a uh leave a review uh this has been the guys who talk about sports podcasts.